Hi, welcome in Thursday morning. And now I watched that Phillies game last night only because I had Why? well because Why? I had a three-leg parlay that required Joe Girardi to use his head and not whatever. I guess his rear is what he's managing with. Yeah, that that's a bad that's bad on you because if you've been paying attention at all to Joe Girardi, he has not done a good job at all this year. Well, look, I mean, there's no set of analytics that would tell you to leave Zach Wheeler in the ninth inning like that. Mm. None. Zero. So that's what happened to me is I'm sitting there riding this three-leg parlay just waiting for Zach Wheeler to get pulled, and instead I see a three-run home run. And, I, I look, I, I'm going to enjoy the misery of the Philadelphia Phillies melting in front of our eyes because nobody deserves – Anything positive with that team after fat face Girardi screwed it up again. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> screw yeah, it yeah. back to hell. They, they, they screw it up yeah. no matter what they do. He brings in a bullpen arm and that guy will blow it, or he keeps a starter in, you know, who's supposed to be an ace and he'll blow it. They just can't do anything right. Not ace. Ace. Not his boy ace. No, no, no. Okay. No. Now, Barrett's got some issues here today. Uh, we were just apprised of this about a half hour before the show, Aton. Yes. We yes. knew that he was going to be up at the football camp for Mark McMillan this morning, and then he was going to leave early to make his way back down to South Jersey to do the show like a like a responsible uh, right. member of the middle. Right. And Mr. Mechanic has a breakdown with his vehicle. Wow. Unbelievable. A water, a water pump blew up wow. in his car or truck, whatever he's driving, and he's stranded. Right. Not only am I stranded, Jeez, hold on, hold but on. I go out to be the good Samaritan like hold we on. are, hold, hold representing on. the middle. Hold on, hold on, hold Why on. Why is that so loud? Yeah, seriously. You got to <laughs> hold on a second. All right, hold on. Hold on a second. I got to turn you down, man, or something. I, I don't know what the hell is going on there. Are you on the phone? Yeah, I'm on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> What's gonna be on? Yeah, he's in his car. No, like I I didn't know if you meant Bluetooth or if you were just talking into the phone. Are you on Bluetooth? Not the Bluetooth. This is just the phone itself. It's a high quality phone, man. Wow. No quality. This is not iPhone. This is this is Droid action, baby. Uh, I'm on a Droid. I couldn't get any audio yet the other day. (laughs) Wow. Hold on. We gotta figure. We gotta get. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, how far are you guys from Flower Town? I'm, I don't think I'm Aton's not out. that far. It's kind of in between where both Aton and I live. Well, you guys could have came and picked me up. And I well, just did the shit at one of you guys' house. Yo, know, I got to leave. So, yeah. <laughs> Barrett's, yeah, I think you would have had to done it at Harry's house. Well, we only got notified at 1030. There's no way I could have made it over there and back right, in time. Right. You know, he says, I broke down in Flower Town on my way back from Mark's camp. I have to do the show from my truck, then the tow truck. And this was at 1034. So I was out of luck there. Right. Now, your your mic is better now. So tell us what happened initially when you were blasting us. All right. So so uh, as, as I'm driving back, I go to the camp, I do the camp, and I'm driving back. And, and first of all, it took me an hour and a half to get there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's way, way up um, 309. Yeah. So I get up there. I do the camp with the kids, have fun with the kids, and I'm driving back. And all of a sudden, I look at my my instrument dial, and um, it starts heating up. Wow. So I, I, I'm just about to get on the turnpike at, a, at 276. 
Mm-hmm. And and we're like, it's like stop traffic right there. So I stop and I look and there's the smoke start coming up from my truck. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Oh. So I pull over. <laughs> and when I pull over, I check everything out. So I look at my truck. The daggone belt is off, off the, off the, um, off the track. I'm like, why is my belt off the track? So then I got to say, all right, then if it jumped off the track, that means something is loose. Something right. is tight. Something, something's not right with, you know, with the serpentine belt. Oh long man! Very long. I started moving stuff around. Everything's okay until I got to the fan. I touched the fan, and the fan is wobbling up and down. I'm like, I can't believe this. So my water pump is broke on it. So my fan is working. That's why it's overheating. But I definitely did. I definitely, um, I definitely stopped a major, major mal- uh, malfunction in my truck. Because if that, if I'd have kept driving with this thing, and that fan broke loose, it tore up everything in the front of the truck. I had the radiator. Uh, wow. You know, everything else in it so you know i'm yeah. glad i got to it when i did pulled over a call triple a nice man here at um flower town golf uh helped me out a lot great deal you know mm-hmm. his name is david david uh collect doing a great job man he um he let me pull over put my, my truck in his gas station so i'm doing the middle from flower town golf flower gas town. Station. wow yes. the flower town golf on on the on the um on, on the bethlehem pike yep I know the Mill Road. Yep. Wow. How long are you going to be there, Aton asked? Um, at this point, I called the tow truck. Tow truck's supposed to be here in 30 minutes. Hmm. Okay. So, 30 minutes. Now, that, that, is there anything to eat around there? Well, I don't need anything to eat, man. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm ready to get home. <laughs> what time did you get there this morning? I was at the place at 8 o'clock. Oh, wow. Now, it started at eight. I was there at eight o'clock. The middle. So that means I got up at six. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I right, welcome in Thursday morning here. As no football tonight, unfortunately. No. I really I'm missing people knocking preseason football and. Now we don't have anything. God, how well, I know. Yeah, talk about this Eagles game Friday night. Oh, I know. We can't. I, I just can't do it. I mean, well, you know, the, co- the coach, the coach is still non-committed. To do that, guys, huh? I was rushing home so I could talk about how the Eagles won the day again, which means that they're not going to play the starters, right. and and not like Jalen Hurts is in need of playing. You don't get the proper reads like we've been stating for the longest. Yeah, and where am I at? I'm I'm broke down over here, man. But at the end of the day, let's hope they could generate something in these next two weeks, which all these guys will be off for. Well, that's what I mean. Like, what do you what do you like? Generate? Say it again. What could be generated? They can't. That's what I'm saying. They can't. They can't yeah. get this. They can't get the same speed of the game. You know, and and it's not just it's not just me and older players that are saying this. But anytime you have a a Super Bowl winning quarterback with seven rings playing in the preseason, I would think that they would set an example and and look at like, all right, Jalen, if he can play, you can play. Right. And I doubt seriously if Jalen doesn't want to play. Jalen wants to play. You can believe that. But I think uh, Coach Terriani is not letting or or Howie. Well, I I saw Daniel Jones is going to play this weekend for the Giants. Is that right? Is that locked in? 
Yeah, well, they're on record as saying he's gonna he's gonna get some time against the Bills. I don't know wow. exactly know how long, but he's gonna be in there. Well, I would think so. He's one of those Belichick disciples, you know. So why wouldn't um why wouldn't he play a guy like um Jones? He needs he needs it just like Hertz needs it. It's not like you know these practices really gives him a sense of of, of too much. They, it gives him a sense of too much um um like. They're relying on that way too much. Yeah. Way too much. All right, we're you back at three on Sports Map Radio, still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. We'll scrape as much as we can from this game moving forward. Jeez. Maybe something else. Hopefully something else. Like anything happening in the world, don't look at what's trending on Twitter. Ron Jeremy's trending on yeah, Twitter. Not for the right reasons. No, I know, I know. Is anybody ever trending for the right reasons? Uh, let's see. Multiple fatalities in Kabul. Yeah. Ron Jeremy for ridiculous, awful reasons. Lil Nas X is mad that people are upset at him, but not Tony Hawk. Oh, jeez. Muscle dysmorphia is very common in men and right. ruining lives. Yes. The top trends right now on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter is, is worse than the news. Than the oh, news. It's terrible. Carson. What is wait a second. Who knows? Who knows, man? Some some blood. Well, I'll tell you what he's bitched. I'll tell you what he's pissed about. Because apparently he got flack from people when he uh, this sneaker came out that he said, you know, had some of his blood in it. Apparently, I don't know when this was. Oh. It, whether it was it a Nike product, I don't. I'm not sure. But now Tony Hawk is, apparently is is hawking some skateboard that might that allegedly has his blood on it like part of the paint job i'm assuming and he's not getting enough flack Who so that's what the beef is about i don't want these guys i agree i agree right? like here's the here's the beauty of it if you never gave a well, let's see we're in the break here if you never gave a shit about lil nas x shoes and you don't give a shit about tony hawk's right. skateboard then you feel great about this story exactly <laughs> Exactly. Well, I didn't even know that the shoes came out, and I wouldn't buy a skateboard for anybody, even if they wanted to skate. People don't skateboard anymore, except professionals, right? I, I, which he is one, but well, yeah, I agree saying, with you. Yeah. Like, who's buying? Like, you buying a skateboard for your grandson, Barrett? No, I've never had a skateboard in my life. There you go. Well, you're too big for a skateboard, right? <laughs> so he's, the milk crates. he's going to be too big, also. <laughs> but apparently, there, there's also this. Uh, thing all over instagram now nah, he tweaking and that came from lil nas x too it's like everybody's responding to everything on instagram with a now nah, he tweaking which is lil nas x i guess um who, I, I think he used that i think he might have responded about the tony hawk skateboard that way and uh, now everybody's using it see i'm up with all the latest trends uh, yeah, I yeah i guess you are man this is what i do at 5 30 in the morning when the, the wife wakes me up and I got nothing to do but sit there in my bed and scroll through my phone. <laughs> wow. I tell you, man, you gotta, you're going to get a good return of investment at 530. What else are you going to do? Watch reruns of a show? Right. Exactly. There's nothing well, on TV. In the morning, I'm not waking up. The no. only time I wake up at 530 in the morning is my dogs wake me up to go outside. <laughs> and I can fall straight back to sleep. <laughs> Joey B on the stream said, there's always something up with this show. In other words, like Barrett's got his issues. Jayton has his issues. I have my issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
the sports That's right. Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. See, here's the thing. We have another day to talk about this god-awful game. So... Whatever you're gonna to say today, make, you know, save some of it for tomorrow. Nothing is. <laughs> I know. Nothing is going. It's a walkthrough. Nothing yeah. is going to change. Right. This show should be a walkthrough today. It basically is. Right. I mean, seriously, it, it basically. <laughs> We're not putting the pads on today. No. I got news for you. <laughs> this 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 is like you know our 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 intro should be this is the middle. We're keeping it real. Goes bad because it's always something happening. It's always, We've always hate, you always hate to do something to us. You know now, I'm now I'm thinking something's going to happen to me when I go out to Mark McMillan's event uh, this later today at uh, Boston Scott Golf. <laughs> Where right. is that again? That's in Collegeville, apparently. Well, yeah, but is there a store there? Yeah, it's a retail location. Okay, I, I, I've never been there. I'm gonna. That's why I kind of partly why I want to go. He's gonna be grilling up some food, some some grub. Yeah, grilling with McMillan and bourbon and all that kind of stuff. Well, he said he has an extra bottle for us also. He does. Is that right? He does. Yeah. I for feel us? Because right. I will yeah. just drink it myself. <laughs> no, I, I think we get our own bottles. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. <laughs> Speaking of that, I, I had this. I got to find the name of it. I think the bottle is still upstairs. But have you had this where it's a red blend that's mm. been kept in a whiskey barrel? For like I don't know a year or something like that. So it's oh, a red, like a red wine blend, a red blend, right? Yeah. So it's a combo, I think, of a cab and I'm not sure the other blend of it, but it's been barreled in whiskey, right? In whiskey barrel. So it has like it doesn't taste like whiskey, yeah, but it kind of has that wood esque flavor with mm -hmm. a little bit of a burn to it. So sometimes wine can have a, a little bite to it, right? This is a yeah. different, this is more like a little bit. It's a small subtle burn. But I don't know if he's got that up there. Whiskey blend, is that it? Or? I've had one of those, Aton. Yes. I have had the Apothic Inferno. No, this is not. This is uh, Apothic Red. Yeah, Apothic Red. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm talking about Cooper and Thief. Oh, you're talking. Okay, Cooper and Thief. That's a little more expensive. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I didn't to price you out. Like, no, it's not pricing me out. I'm just making a case. that It's, it's probably better. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just like the idea. You guys bring up whiskey, and, and right. Mighty Mouse having a bunch of whiskey bottles for us, and I just had this last night, and it's right. so it's really good. Yeah, red blend aged for three months in bourbon okay. barrels. I imagine yours is the same scenario, right? They're aging it in bourbon. Yes. You know what? Uh, uh, uh. An interesting, an interesting fact that I learned. I watched watch a TV um last weekend, and you know we always talk about you know dark or 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 uh or white or clear or or brown you know you're drinking that brown when it comes to liquor yeah i don't know what dictates whether it's dark or or white liquor is because sitting in the it barrel stays in the steel right if it's white and then it, in the barrel that's when it turns the whiskey right. brown right i never knew that you never knew that yeah no. man i'll tell you well, what barrett I, is I, learning I, a I, lot of stuff on this show amazing <laughs> seriously this is a daily education i tell you there's there's something new all the time here's uh here's one oh, for yeah. you i had another i had another drink last night that i am now a, a and has moved up on my mount rushmore for seltzer drinks oh have you, have you had the jim beam highball 
No, I've never enjoyed any of the seltzer canned seltzer drinks. That's because you're drinking malt liquor and seltzer. So what this is, it's bourbon. It's Jim Beam bourbon infused with the seltzer with a little hint of citrus. Hmm. And man, it's a highball, but it's with seltzer, right? I do my own infusions with Jim Beam whiskey on a nightly basis. Look, this is healthier than whatever we're doing. Trust me. They've extrapolated all the, the negative and they've added all these antioxidants or whatever. Oh, really? So no, it's no, like no. drinking vitamins with your whiskey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good for you. It's better than the malt. The malt kills you. That's right. why, like, Zima and all that other oh, stuff kill you as a kid, right? Terrible. Malt liquor. I mean, yeah, we'd all drink St. Ives, but, man, yeah. I'm telling you, try the high ball, all right? Okay. Go up. Not the low ball. Right. But the high ball. <laughs> You'll thank me. Anybody on the stream who, was, who has done it, you've already been there. Yeah, high noon for a burger. I'm telling you, these are better. Yeah, I've never, I'm not drinking any high noons. Why? What's that? Well, it's like I, apparently my golf club goes through more high noon than any other place in southeastern Pennsylvania. That's what the vendor told our people. There's no nobody that drinks more high noons than the 1912 club. And I can really pretty much narrow that down to two people. Really? Yes. If these two people stop drinking high noon, high noon might go out of business. Are either one of them people that I know? No. Is the president of the local chapter of iHeartRadio being thrown under the bus here? No, no, no. It's okay. not him. Okay. <laughs> no. Just curious. That's... But it's just, I, I just can't drink that seltzer product. If I want a vodka, I'll just go make my own vodka drink. Well, yeah, this is, this is the alternatives of vodka Sprite. Right. Vodka tonic. Which Club tonic soda. Is. Yeah, club. Exactly. Tonic's awful. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like it should be a punishment if somebody does. You finish dead last in your fantasy league. You have to jug, like take a jug of tonic and right Schweppes, like a big bottle of Schweppes Oof. and shotgun it. Oof. So why do you drink vodka and tonic then? I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't put tonic in my body. I don't either. I don't understand it because vodka alone is nasty if it's just plain vodka. Then you put tonic in it, and tonic is definitely nasty. So mm -hmm. now you got double the nastiness. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait Take a that for a quote. Double what? nastiness. I like double nasty. <laughs> but what's wrong with vodka? Like, you get vodka and two big ice cubes in a oh, that's good. eyeball glass. You're oh, fine. that's good stuff. Yeah, vodka is the one thing for me that I don't need to add anything to. The better the vodka. Well, because you're probably drinking that, that bottom end crap, man. <laughs> What are yeah, you you're right. Tito's definitely bottom man, but I no, love it's not. No, 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 it's not, it's not bottom man. Cassers, cassers. Oh, it's like pop off. Right. <laughs> when you walk in the liquor store, just look down. It's on the bottom <laughs> rack in any section. Just look at it. You could. I, I go in the liquor store and I just laugh. I look at some of these labels. I'm like, man, I wouldn't drink that if you paid me. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. We used to make a drink out of that when I was in college. We call of it course. oil. My fraternity. We yeah. call it oil. We take um. Purple Kool-Aid, about five bags of sugar, all these fruit, we cut it up, and then we go down and get all the, like, the all the labels have, you know, all you know is a black label, a white label, a green mm -hmm. label, that's what you know to differentiate the gin, the vodka, you know, the brown, and you put it all in this one trash can. Right. Bag in it, and you right. let it sit overnight. And then it was just amazing after that. You know, because it's too sweet to really know that you're drinking and then you drink it so fast that you're just done. And there's so much alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet they. I bet you dumped a little grain in there too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
You got to. Wow. Those and then, you know, the next thing you know, you're waking up the next morning. Those were the days drinking out of a garbage can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where you wouldn't even check at some if there was a bag in it. Right, right. Like that was the other thing, too. Like you wouldn't even halfway through, you're drinking it like, wait a second, they didn't even put a bag in it this oh. time. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man. I tell oh. you what's going Can on. You there, though? Vodka, shit. Yeah. Rum, uh, whiskey. I mean, all this stuff, tequila, all of it just mixed up together. Yeah, wow. isn't that sangria? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I thought it was Long Island. I guess. Yeah, it's one of the two. Jeez. Yeah. One of the two. Now, there, I did see something that came across here. I, I don't even know what to make of this because this is such a this ridiculous practice crap that we try to and extrapolate. But apparently, Kenny Gainwell has been taking some first-team snaps ahead of Miles Sanders, and I, I forget what scenario it is. It's not goal line, but maybe mm -hmm. it's like it's not third down either. Like it looks like he's taking a, a bunch of first-team snaps right. from Miles Sanders, and I don't know what the result of that is or why that is. Well, I just saw that uh, Sirianni was basically telling the media that you know Sanders isn't going to get all isn't going to get all the carries. Yeah. Like they're going to spread right. it around for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, gain well for the game. He's going to take the majority of the reps. Mm -hmm. so, but you know what? One guy I am going to be looking at, and I hope he plays, Andre Dillard. Mm. Well, he'll play. He'll play. He has yet to play, right? Right, but he's been practicing apparently this week. I'm, I'm sure he's going to play Friday night. He's got to. They're trying to trade him, I think. Yeah. To yeah. who? I don't know. Anybody that'll take him. Oh, there are teams that'll take him. Yeah. I mean. For what Howie wants. Howie's probably got a, a limit, though. He's, <laughs> he was a first-round pick. Howie's not going to just give him away for, for a seventh-rounder. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Remember how he's what? Wasn't Howie the worst agent? <laughs> well, right. Nobody trusts Howie. Nobody, right. That's we the learned that yesterday. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look, I, I think there are a, a couple of different ways to look at this, but specifically, you know, I think a lot of people looked at this team like they're just going to be super top heavy. They're going to go out and they're going to try to win everything. But where I will agree with Nick Sirianni and this is the bigger picture that we've seen with Jalen Hurts and the team is that there's no pressure to run this like you're winning the Super Bowl this year meaning mm -hmm. like your best guys have to be out there for 95 percent of the snaps take a look at Kenneth Gainwell this year oh yeah you know take a look at Quez Watkins this year take a look at guys that on normal circumstances I think fellas right we would be saying you don't need to play the rookie. You don't need to play Watkins. It, you know, it's third and four in a 10-point game in the third quarter. What are you doing taking Sanders out? I feel like they're going into it already with the mentality like, you know what? We're really going to get a true look at everybody. The only position I think they won't do that with clearly is the quarterback. And thank God, because we don't need Joe Flacco or Nick Mullins rotating in at all. But that's, that's kind of what I think they're doing this year mm -hmm. is they're taking a, a good, strong look yeah, people that probably normally wouldn't get those, or at least as many looks in a regular, we're going to win something season. Yeah, I agree with you, and I, you know, I'm on board with that. In fact, a couple months ago, when we were talking about like how do we sort of encapsulate this season, and I said it's a look see, 
And it's a look-see at a lot of different positions. It's a look-see at the coaching staff. It's just we're going to find every every week we're going to learn something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? A bunch of first impressions. You know, we right. talked about the first impressions. You know, when, you, when, you, when you're a young guy, what do you have to lose? You know, at this point, you know, running back position, Holyfield. Mm-hmm. They're going to take a real hard look at Holyfield, you know, and the rest of those backs. They're going to look at the linebacker position, you know. Davion Taylor got drafted last year. Right. What from is he Colorado gonna, in the third round. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, all these guys got a, you know, a, a lot of first impressions to go out there and, and, and try to ball, man, because Sean didn't play too well the last game he played in this last game. So he has a lot he has to do to get, you know, back into the good graces of this coaching staff, you know. Um, David Taylor just got to get on the field. I mean, he he hasn't been healthy enough. Um, Kayvon Wallace. Mm-hmm. They're penciling him in as a starter until we get McLeod back. These are all guys that, you know, wouldn't necessarily get the reps in practice if they didn't have the coaching staff that they have. Because right. this coaching staff doesn't know these players like the last coaching staff did. Right. So that's why I don't understand why J.J. Ortega Whiteside, unless he can't do it, hasn't stepped up, especially when he's in with the threes and the fours. All right, we got to take. Know, he should yeah. be stepping up and balling. He was let's, a starter last year. Let's explore more of that. We'll come back in three across the board, live and local from the Jacob Media YouTube page and the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studios. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. The middle is sponsored by Pure Bowl Beef Jerky. Get yours now at steersnacks.com and, of course, on SportsMap Radio. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Yeah, we're back live on the network. What else? Uh, what? That was quite a rejoin. Well, <laughs> I just want to make sure that we were back then going as well. Right. <laughs> oh, Barrett joining us live from the golf station okay. in Flower Town, PA. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're going to just kind of dance around here as best you can. Mm-hmm. What's that? I think the tow truck guy's there. Oh, is that right? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Guys, let me get let me get this loaded up, and then I'll get back to you, all right? All right. You got Thank it. You got Drake it. Great guy right here. There he this goes. My, this, is my, uh, this is my radio show. Okay. We're on YouTube. Okay. We, I, I think I gave a, a big shout-out to Flower Town Golf. Okay. You too, Dave. Appreciate you. Okay. <laughs> Flower right, Town Golf. Right Flower Town Golf. Oh, golf, yeah, not golf. I was no. about to say, hey, hey. Yeah, yes. yeah, not the golf. Like, like, no, like, no. Like, golf is in, as in, as in the, the, the gas company. Right, right, right. <laughs> not the Philadelphia Cricket Club, which is right, right down right. the street. These guys are both golfers, so they love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> can you get us in the Cricket Club? Yeah, can you get me on a Cricket Club? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a bad lane to be in, so you need to back up. Well, all right, we, we got we to gotta get rid of him. This is like caller at the radio station at the drive-thru. Yes. Uh, I'll take the Duncan, uh, the large coffee. Oh. Or like you, when you call me, you're always doing something else. Like, you're always ordering something. Well, like ordering what? Ooh. Yeah. yeah, you're either at, yes, oh, yeah. at the Dunkin' Donuts drive through yeah. or at the dispensary or someplace where you're, hold on a second. And then, yeah, uh, two large coffees. Right, <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. I don't have much time, man. You know? <laughs> and, and to be honest, me running down the street a mile away from my house to grab a small cup of black coffee that I could easily make in my house is more of an exercise in departure than it is right. anything else i mean my father-in-law has it's he always says it's like yeah i've got to go get the coffee and it's basically like you've got one of these amazing coffee makers at home but it's all about getting out just getting on. out yeah exactly yeah exactly right. so that's that's more of it now it's like a, it's like a t- 10 minute reprieve from the rest of your life yeah I, yeah it yeah. really is it's just like okay we i go get there. it now what's happening is he is he what what's going on right now? Do we have any idea what's going on right now with with Barrett? Yeah, I think he's getting his truck towed. No, but like, what's the time for? Is this like, is he done? I don't know. You never know with him. There's always something. Wow, wow. There's I didn't realize something. if he was going home 
or if he just needs to take care of something now and is going to be back with us? I think they're getting his his truck loaded up on the tow truck. That's what I think is happening. Okay. And then I would I would assume he would join us again from the tow truck. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. I mean, that would be good radio. Right. Um, Did you see there is this new thing that I guess DraftKings is now a part of? It's called, there's already a site or technically an app that they've bought called Simple Bet. Have you seen this? No. So with Simple Bet, it's a, it's a pretty, like, I thought it was already happening at other books. So it, it could be, it could be just that this is the new way that, that DK is in, introducing it. But you can bet on everything like balls and strikes, oh. how, many, how many yards a play will go for in the NFL. Will it There's, be a pass or a run? That kind of stuff. I think that yes. So Jake Paul, uh, Nakisa Bedarian, Bedarian probably mm-hmm. from the UFC. Okay. And Jeffrey Wu are the three people that have basically funded this thing, and then DK picked it up. Hmm. So it's pretty crazy where they've added all of this. Yeah, new micro betting markets. That's what they call them now. Micro betting. Okay. Right. So. I have screen caps here. Let me like this tweet and then I can bring it up and show you because it's pretty, I I thought you're interested in this. Well, here's the thing. I'm not interested. The difference I think with me and and maybe just like people excited that this exists. I'm only interested if, if lines make sense, right? Mm. If odds make sense, like I'm not just going to sit on one app because they have this and constantly wait live betting is not easy because they are they're on top of it right mm-hmm. very rarely do they put some, and when they make a mistake a lot of smart sharper people than me pounce on it so what i'm looking at is can i take advantage of a soft or loose line with what's the next play but you know here's another thing too you know you we know our teams so maybe there's a chance that you know we can do something here i, I let me pull this all right up here and you can kind of see what i'm talking about but i don't know does that interest you to be able to micro bet essentially that's no i I think that's just absolutely like madness that's just too much i I don't want to have a problem let's just put it that way well where do you draw the line here right here (laughs) this is where i draw the line russian ping pong which you have stepped over and this though that's that's not micro. The market isn't even micro. That's an international. No, but that's another line that I draw. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Look at this. You can go third plate appearance, sixth inning on base versus Nathan Evaldi. And then DJ Peters, third plate appearance, sixth inning on base versus Evaldi. Yes, hit walk, hit by pitch. No. I mean, some of that stuff, right? This is where I think you can take advantage of it is if you're watching this game, like if there's a Phillies game and mm-hmm. Bryce Harper is 0 for 3. With and three strikeouts. Torn, yeah, or the opposite, right? <laughs> where maybe he has torn the cover off the ball for two or three times and they're hard outs. You know that phrase, right. ah, it's a hard out. But then they'll walk him. They may, which you can get plus money on. And look, right, you're right. getting hit. Look, I'm not, I'm not advocating for this specific bet. I'm just showing you what they have. It's now, an this, example, yeah. Yes. Now think about the NFL. We don't know a damn thing about Nick Sirianni, but let's look at a couple of teams. Like Cleveland, I think this would be a good team to to micro-bet. Run the football. Yes. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. You start to you know figure out a team's identity. Yeah. 
you know, and their personnel that's on the field, you, you get it. You, you would have the time to sort of take a look at that. Could and like, when, do, when do you have to have right. the bet in, let's right. say for a football play? Like, is it sort of like when they turn off, they got to turn off the headset with like 15 seconds or something left in the, sh- in the play clock. Is there a time limit, you know, before the snap, like, is it must be like five seconds before the snap. How do they even know that? You know what I, I'm saying? You know what I mean? No, I don't know. That's or is it point. just before the snap? As soon as as soon as the snap, the, it, it goes off the board. Correct. That's it. It's off the board once it's snapped. You can't okay. bet while he's dropping. Back. No, no, no. I get that, but I'm saying, would there have been any? I guess there's. It'd be impossible to figure. You know, to even say, well, f- five seconds before the snap, because you don't know when you're going to snap it. Yeah, that's true too. You could snap it before you know the clock gets to one or zero. That's true. Pl- Good plenty of teams do that, so. I guess it would just have to be on the snap. All right, we're back in three on Sports Map Radio. Still live, waiting for Barrett at some point. <laughs> That's a good point, though. No, I'm just, you know, I'm sort of thinking out loud here with this, with this stuff. I would much prefer that with football than baseball. Well, okay, here's here's what I was actually going to specifically bring it up with you about because you can, they're going to allow this in golf, and oh. I feel like with golf. This is where someone like you who's paying attention to a tournament is really going to be able to take advantage of an approach shot hit the green versus not mm-hmm. or tee shot hit the green versus not stuff like that right so, so it'll be fairway you know if he, does he hit the fairway as an option or yep. not hmm. yep off the tee from the green second shot in right, right? make the putt miss exactly. the putt yes Part now again, you can do that somewhat as far as like matchups. Who wins hole 17? Is it Bryson or Webb Simpson? Something like that, yeah. depending on the grouping. But in this case, you'd be able to take full advantage of watching guys. Think about this getting a feel for how they're yes. playing that particular day, especially if we're talking about a tournament like this one where there's a no cut small field, 70 guys. You can see somebody just miss right where they're maybe their putting is killing them the first two days. Well, that's a pretty wide variable, right? Like you could make the argument that if you're striking the ball and you're hitting the ball off the tee, well, putting's going to come one day at least, right? Well, yeah, except it didn't come for two of my guys last week. (laughs) Uh, Paul Casey and Daniel Berger were both top 10 in strokes gained approach, and they were dead last and second to last in putting for the week. (laughs) Just Ber- terrible to make you feel any better, probably yeah. not. But I, I had Burger in like all of my, like yeah. I had him in like seventy percent of my lineups. I know. Uh, I, know. I, I didn't see you in the swing and ding it though. Where were you last week? Uh, I, I missed know. it this week. So I don't I, know. If I, I'm in this week. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, I'm in this week. And now, and now you're in it with the seventy guys and everything. Right, right. Whittled down here. Right. Whittled down. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I'll tell you what my lineup is. Now that the, the tournament has started, wait to see, see what How you're many, thinking about this. You're only running one, right? Yeah. Give yeah, a dip. I'm not, here. You, I'm, you, not, I'm not getting crazy. You know how many I'm running right now? 150. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, uh, 170. Sorry. 170. Yeah. Well, look, I'll give you my login for this cruncher here, and, and you could just push a button and you're going to get 170 lineups. And I crunch them where I have five unique players per lineup right okay so every crunch every individual lineup of the 170 has at least five unique players meaning it's not going like each lineup has a combination of five unique guys and then i could be 
anybody from like Taylor Gooch or Ortiz at the bottom to right. you know like Rom uh, heavy time. So yeah, let me hear. This is so for those of of you out there who are understanding this. Although, be honest with you, if you know about betting, DFS has been bigger at least in the mainstream for a while. Yeah. This is what you would call for Harry Mays a cash lineup, meaning it's a lineup that he is putting in smaller amounts that is meant to win money as opposed like even your money back as opposed to like you going in one of these 50,000 entry tournaments and hoping that this one wins, right? right. I, th I think in ours the, the only first and second place wins money. Right. So yeah. it, ownership to you matters a lot less than when I'm putting 170 lineups in a 50,000 entry because right. I want to fade a lot of the heavier own guys. Right, right. So for you, you could get every off or six of your guys could be heavy owned. It doesn't matter because you're in a smaller tournament and you just want to be one or two. Now, do you have who's heavily owned at your disposal? Like if I give you a name here, yes. you could say, all right, Louis Oostazen. Give me one second here because I need to... I need to go to my guys. Now, I'll tell you this. Why don't you... Well, so, okay, I'm in here now, mm -hmm. and I need to find a lineup that has Louie in it. So I'll come back to Louie. Who, who uh, else do you have? Corey Connors. Wait, I just saw Corey. Corey Connors is 13.6% drafted in DraftKings. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Pa Paul Casey. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to the well one more time. Look. Case again for you, it matters a lot less. For me, twenty point eight percent, twenty one percent of the field. Okay, has now that's that's a look to put things in perspective. Rom and others have been now because he's more expensive. But yeah, you know, like here's the it's thing, like ten thousand, right? Paul Casey. The reason why Paul Casey is so heavily owned is because he's got a legit shot at winning this thing, and he's at eighty two hundred on DraftKings. Oh, wow. Okay. So the cost is like super workable. Uh, Russell Henley. Let me see here real quick. I got two more then. Yeah. Why don't you give us, why don't you give us your lineup? Go back from the start. Okay. And give us your lineup one through six. Ustazen, Connors, Casey, Henley, Kokrak, and Bradley. Ooh, a little Jason Kokrak. Yeah. I love the crack, man. He's burned us. Kokrak is 7.5%. Okay. You had Corey Connors? Yes. 13.6%. All right. And who was the last Casey one? Casey Henley, Kokrak, Henley. Bradley. Well, wow, that's that's not a bad. It's not a bad. You stayed away from both two guys that I, I thought you might play, which was Aaron Wise and mm. Theo. You didn't like either one of those guys. Grillo? Yeah, Grillo. No, I, I didn't like him at all. I kind of like Wise. You just yeah. didn't – you couldn't work him in? No. Rory, only 12.3% owned. Yeah, he stinks. Wow. He's, he's telling everybody how tired he is. I've just played so much golf. Who is this guy? Uh, yeah. Cole Hamels? Yeah, exactly. I just want this season. Cole Hamels is game on compared to Rory right now. Remember now, that? Yeah. Look at Eugenio. Eugenio on the stream says, talk football like we're some kind of trained animal. <laughs> Talk football. Let's do it. Well, what do you want? What do you want to hear? You We've been talking about the same damn thing for the last two weeks. What's uh? Let's see here. Should Miles Sanders get the majority of the first team reps on get Friday night against the, the Jets? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Who should get more stream right now? 
or yeah, more uh, more action. Hit us up on the stream. Let us know. We'll read the best answers. Right. About who should get more more action? Is it Kenny Gainwell or Miles Sanders? Or Boston Scott. Is Boston Scott still on this team? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think so. Are you sure? Yeah. I didn't know that. What? What? He got cut. I yeah, I thought so. Really? No, I I I'm like not serious in the sense that he's caught, but I'm serious in the sense that like I I just didn't think he was back. That's all. Right? D- dump, just, isn't that dump truck? That's yeah, what guess, Barrett calls him, right? I guess he is. Since they got rid of Carryon Johnson, I guess they that he is he the third string or is it Jordan Howard technically? I think it's Jordan Howard. Yikes. Yeah. There's no way Miles Sanders is going to play a ton of of, of action here. Oh, on there's, Friday, probably maybe nothing. There's just no way. No, I'm just saying in general. Oh, just in general. Like I, I can't see this man at all. Like at all. Yeah, Boston Scott's on the on the roster. Okay, just making yeah, sure. making sure. You have any interest in this week one game yet? Uh, against Atlanta. Yeah, you know it's funny because I think the only thing that would really impact me as far as betting that game would be Jalen Hurts. So. Mm-hmm. If Jalen Hurts and the starters play a first quarter, then I would bet the Eagles. I would take the three and a half. Oh, you're talking about the Jets game. No, I'm talking about the Falcons game. Oh. If he doesn't play at all, then I'm not taking I'm not I'm staying away from that game. I'm not touching. I might just go under, to be honest with you. I think the under is still a good play. Well, but, why why wouldn't Jalen Hurts play against the Falcons? No, I'm talking about Friday night. That's oh, what I'm using as a barometer. Okay. So l- let me restart here. All right. If Jalen Hurts plays, if he plays a quarter minimum on Friday night, then or a quarter's worth, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. So why what's the point? Who are you Who talking cares? to now? Uh, so here's my po- here's my question. Jalen Hurts plays a quarter versus Jalen Hurts doesn't play at all. If the first comes to fruition, then I would take the Eagles at plus three and a half. I think against Atlanta. Get, I think you can actually get it at four, to be honest with Why you. Why are you basing that game on whether he plays a quarter? Because I haven't seen him. Oh. And nobody's well, seen him. And I thought I, we I, liked the under in that game. We do. We do. Yeah. I, I, I think the un- but here's the thing. If Hertz comes out and they move the ball, yes, it's the Jets. Yes, it's the Jets. Yeah. Then it kind of moves away from this whole cloud of winning the practice and all that other crap that gets piled on with it. So I feel more confident. Okay. That I, I see that. Stay in that game. If he doesn't play at all, then I think it's just an underplay and I stay away from the line. From the side. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. don't want to risk anything because it's such an unknown. Mm hmm. No, I'm I'm with you there. I'm I'm definitely loving the under in the in week one against Atlanta because we thought that was pretty inflated anyway. Yep. And Atlanta hasn't done nothing during this preseason either. We talk about the Eagles not really, you know, no nope. lighting things up offensively or playing a lot of starters. Atlanta's doing the same thing. Yeah, and they all it's really hard to read. That's the thing. I don't know how fast. Like a couple of guys are going to step in. I think Gage has an interesting opportunity, and that whole wide receiver core with a hole that's left from Julio, although he was hurt and all. It's just the defense is not really much to look at, 
And I think both of these teams are just going to struggle to score more so than not. It's, you know, 48 and a half seems like seems a little high, right? You kind of can't pass it up. Yeah, no, I I get it. You know, it's a dome game and all that kind of stuff, but still it seems high. You know, how, how much does, you know, what is, what does Pitts look like? I haven't heard any kind of like uproar about how he's looked in preseason yet. Right. Kyle Pitts. And here's the thing, too. A lot of what the Falcons have been doing over the last year or so has been throwing while down, right? Mm -hmm. If you're in a close game, it's 10-7 into the second, third quarter now. Mm -hmm. You're not opening it up. Now, that doesn't mean that there will be some X plays and that they'll try and hit Gage or Calvin Ridley uh, down the field. And you mentioned Kyle Pitts. We'll see about the matchup. But they're bringing in Mike Davis this year. There is at least some commitment to running the ball. And I think what's going to hurt the total is the fact that this is going to be a close game. Mm -hmm. I think both teams are starting off the season, to your point, Harry, not having a full, complete preseason. And this is going to be a little bit of testing waters and trying to just play more conservative. Close to the vest. Yes, yes. Like, why would Nick Sirianni open it up when you're up 10-3 or down 10-7 in the third quarter? And then same on the other end. And I'm using a lower score here just because, you know, if you want to look at 14-10 or if you want to look at 17-10, something like that, I don't see the second quarter, the second half being the shootout when both teams are, as you said, play close to the vest. I think that's probably the best way to look at it. You know, they have they have uh, Cordero Patterson listed as a running back on their depth chart on our lads. Is that right? Yeah. That's well, I interesting. Think, I think, yeah, it's probably for roster stuff, right? So that you um, can keep an extra wide receiver on there knowing that you're probably not going to keep a ton of running back. Look, Mike Davis is going to be their bell cow until he goes down. Right. So uh, it would be interesting to see how they use Patterson mm-hmm. because he's he's a guy that can move around a lot. He's a rich man Chenault. Right. So, good special teams guy. Absolutely. And yeah. that's probably another reason why you'll you'll see that too. So I, I don't know, man. I, I think is there anything else that maybe we can tease this total with? Right? Let's let's look at this here. Week one. Yeah, 48. So let's go under 48 first and foremost, right? I I'm really tempted to go under the first game Thursday night. Dallas, I mean Dallas, yeah, not even suited up. Um, for a preseason game, not yet. But he's going to play in that game. He's going to play, but if I bump that to fifty-seven and a half, are you going to go over that? No, 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 no. What's it at? What's it at flat? Like what's fifty and a half? I'd still hovering around that key number of fifty-one. So it's just under that. But still, I I think I'm trying to find here a nice little teaser that we can take advantage of. Like, I don't want any part of that Jacksonville-Houston game. No, what's the total in that game? Like 37? 45 and a half. Oh, that seems pretty high. Yeah, it's higher than the Chargers-Washington game. Hmm. I want to look right. Okay, so you scour and see if there's any totals that jump out. I'm looking at lines here or lines or totals that jump out of you, because I think that we can confidently, while the giants in Washington is available on a look ahead line as our week two is available on the look at actually the whole week really? is available. I'm on DK and the whole season appears to be available on the, on the look ahead line. Let me get on there. Oh man. I wonder now chiefs are eight and a half. 
week two, right? <laughs> Who do they have week two? Chiefs and Eagles. Here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so I, I wonder if we should just be teasing down Eagles. Well, Carolina, we don't want any part of. Can you combine week one and week two games? You should be able to. No, I guess you can't tease those. Mm. Oh, wait. I stand corrected. All right. This is what I've put together. You ready? Yeah. Under 48 Eagles Falcons, under 50 and a half Bucks Cowboys. Right. Chiefs minus eight and a half week two. Bucks minus seven and a half was at week three, right? Or four. Pardon me, week four, because Carolina's in between them. Six point teaser returns us at plus 260. That's pretty good. Here, you know, here's do you, need, do you need all four of those bets in there, though? Well, to get a plus 260 back on, how about this, Harry? What is it? Just three plays. Well, before I do that, before I kill that one, and you tell me which leg do you want me to kill? Tampa laying the seven and a half, Kansas City laying the eight and a half, under 50 and a half Thursday night to open the season or under 48 week one Eagles Falcons. Tampa laying the seven and a half. Okay. That, okay. So before I do that, a four leg 13 point teaser returns minus only minus 140. Only minus 140, all right? Let's say an average $100 better wanted to place something on there, right? Well, you'd, you'd bet 100 bucks to win $171, right? And that's mm -hmm. that's net, right? Oh, that's gross, pardon me. Let's say that, you know, this is a quasi-futures. Let's say somebody wants to bump it up a little bit. Bet 1,000 to win $714? That's it's not pretty bad. good. That's right? pretty good. And and I've added thirteen points to everything, so we're under sixty one now for the Eagles Falcons. Under oh my god! Three and a half for the Cowboys Bucks. The Chiefs are getting four and a half in Philadelphia. Oh my as, god! And the Bucks are getting five and a half in Philadelphia. You're able to do that? Yes. See. Wow, that's incredible. I'm telling you, man. People make fun of me, but look, we. Just, I'm not making funny. Oh, not you. I said people. Oh, people. <laughs> There's a difference. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness all right we're back in three here i will track down barrett and the tow truck i thought we would get like front seat right is he riding in the front seat of the tow truck i would think so if there's uh, room for him yeah all right we're, we're live still on we'll break before the top we're live on the jacob media youtube page back in three on sports map radio oh whoops that was down 13 point teaser man all right, so you want me to kill the That's incredible. Oh, no, yeah. I like that now. If you can do move the number by 13. Well, you're laying 140, though. You're okay with that? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Jeez. I tell you now, what. Now, where are you doing this at? DraftKings? Yeah, I, I think any, you can do it at DK, uh, any place that... On your phone, you're doing it? Because I don't see that available here. On, I'm on their website. I'm on their I'm on their, I'm on their site. sports book. Yeah, I'm on their site. I just I just put them together. On the bottom, it, there's a parlay, and then to the right of it says teaser. So it's it's built automatically as a parlay, and then if you go to the right next to it, it says teaser on the bet slip. Oh, okay. Oh, on the bet slip. All right. Yeah. So, but look, I mean, Fanduel is going to let you do it. any place that you'll have, any place that allows a teaser is going to allow multiple points. I don't know if FanDuel or others are allowing a 13-point teaser. That's really... Yeah, that's, a, that's aggressive. Well, I, I, I mean, I love that. 500 wins you what? That's not terrible. 857 for 500 bucks. So 500 to win 357. 
you can still be in that range. Now, did you see there was a Phil Steele college football preview magazine? No, I saw sighting last night while I was watching my show. What happened? Can you explain this? Yeah, in Longmire. No, I know. Episode of Longmire, season two, episode 10, I believe it was. And uh, Sheriff Longmire's in the hospital uh, because his daughter got in an accident, got hit. Now, real quick, what's the guy's name who plays Longmire again? His real name? No, the actor. Yes, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. He's in the guy I've never heard of before. Got it. He's really good, though, in this role. I'll have to IMDB and see if, you know what else he's done. But he's in the hospital and because he's there with his daughter and he's out like in the waiting room. And this other guy who's there because his son is in the hospital, it starts a, up a conversation with him about football because his kid is a football player. So the next time he comes back to the hospital, he wants to talk to this kid because he needs information regarding this supplement that the kid was apparently taking and it's illegally being manufactured in Wyoming. So he's trying to shut this thing down. So what he does, he kind of, you know, uh, ingratiates himself with the kid by bringing him the Phil Steele college football preview magazine. And it gets a full, like full on, you know, like cover on the shot. Like it's, it's really great product placement and publicity for Phil Steele. Hold on a second. When we get him on next time, I got to ask him about it, how that got arranged. I'm emailing our buddy Eric Nemeth right now. Yeah. Because we need to figure this out. Yeah. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we're still waiting on the flatbed, right? <laughs> I would assume I it's a Joey, flatbed. Honestly, Harry, I think Joey B, you'd have to scroll back up, but I think Joey B has placed odds on what type of tow truck. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Picked up Barrett Brooks. A big one. It would have to be a big tow truck because I think Correct. he's got a pretty big truck. And yeah. Barrett is a big man, we know. Correct. So I don't know, you know, can he sit? Is there a second seat in the, in the tow truck? Some of those trucks, they have like the console comes back around and they sacrifice the second seat. Mm. Second seat is out in order to maximize what? You know, just the out? controls and all the stuff that they need. Oh, I, I didn't know. I think mm-hmm. if you put something back in there, that's all. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's, uh, I didn't realize that, man. Sometimes. So start. start. Does he have that, though? Or you're just saying in general? I'm saying it's a possibility. Robert Taylor is the actor's name that plays Sheriff Longmire. Yeah, he's got this look to him where I'm trying to figure out who he reminds me of. Not the old Robert Taylor, by the way. If people are looking up the actor from the, I guess, 40s and 50s, right? Yeah, no, that's not him. No, this is the updated Robert Taylor Longmire. Right. This guy's probably in his 40s or 50s. Now, he's an Aussie. You know that, right? Yes, he is. He's Australian. But he doesn't have an Australian accent. No, you can't tell. You can't tell. Is this the easiest accent to do? How hard is it, right? How hard is it to do an American accent? Just an American. (laughs) Well, and I say that like American cheese. I mean, they're different dialects all around the country, right? Mm -hmm. Like I imagine doing, I don't know what the easiest dialect would be. It seems like a lot of actors and actresses can pick this up. All right, so 
What episode? Do you remember this? what this was? Yeah, it was uh, season two, episode 10. Look, I put out the bat horn for Phil Steele. So we're, okay. back, in, we're back in three on the... I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. All right. All right, it was actually episode 11. I made a mistake. Episode 11, season two. Now, did you see, um, I saw this on Sports Law Lust's Instagram feed, which is a must-follow, by the way. Um, Dan Lust. Mm -hmm. The Nirvana baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the baby that was on the album cover of the Nevermind record from Nirvana, which was a monster hit, is apparently suing Nirvana 
yeah, so apparently this is something that's happened like a bunch of times and has been like a repeat thing for him. Well, I don't know if this, the lawsuit is a repeat thing for, for emotional distress, but he has recreated the photo multiple times and various anniversaries of the album's release. So Dan Lust points out he's seeking two and a half million dollars in damages for emotional distress. But how distressed could he have been if he recreated the photo right. again and again and again? It's a great point. And that's what that, that's what I'm saying. Like there have been it may not be the same exact case, but there have been other attempts by this guy to sue the band, usually when something popular for better or worse. Like when Cobain died, there was a lot of that resurfacing as well. Mm -hmm. Where and and look, it wasn't his likeness that was stolen. His parents gave them the likeness for it. Right. So, it, it must have been offered up from a photo shoot, right? Yeah. yeah. He was probably one of these little baby actors, you know, that was probably, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's <laughs> if it's a stock, even if it's a stock photo that Nirvana had to pay for. It's not something that was given in a stock mode, like illegally. Right. That's all I'm saying is, yeah, this this looks like it has no legs to it, right? No, I, I wouldn't think so. Frivolous lawsuit is what we call these. Right. I said, uh, let me guess, an unemployed barista who needs a new tattoo. I like that. You like that? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> But I understand there's some uh, some serious stuff going on right now in the, in the world as the show began over in Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just want to, you know, say that uh, I'm kind of trying to pay one eye's worth of attention on it and just hope that uh, none of uh, none of our people were harmed. Uh, Bombs going like, off. Looks like there might be some, some of our own people who are... I don't know as far as the casualty is a broad term, so... yeah. It doesn't mean that somebody is dead. It doesn't mean that somebody was next to something. It just means that it's a term used. But yeah, it does look like as more stuff does pop in. But uh, you know, explosions. That, that's not even on the. That's moved down. Take Tim this for what it's worth. But Twitter has moved this off of its main trend. The Afghanistan thing? Yeah, and has replaced it with Cole Beasley. Oh, wow. Because that's that's way more important. Yeah, right. You can still get the Cardinals, by the way, at plus three. All right. I have amended our bet slip, Harry, and I think I might jump in on this, to be honest with you. This might be the one. This is it, as they say. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, double vaxxed and all, mm -hmm. has been placed in the COVID protocol. protocol right? Yeah, I saw that. Now, I don't know how long this young man is out, but a lot of people have been already and are remaining pounding this drum of Arizona plus three on the road in Tennessee. Mm. What I would like to do is add a fifth leg to our already created parlay here. Under 48, Eagles-Falcons week one. Under 50 and a half, Thursday night football to open up the season. Cowboys-Bucks. Chiefs week two, minus eight and a half in Philly. Bucks week four, minus seven and a half in Philly. And then Arizona plus three, week one at Tennessee. Now, here's the bad news. There's good news and bad news. The bad news is adding a fifth leg 
has removed anything higher than a seven-point teaser. So there's okay. the catch. Once All you right. get to five, that 13-point teaser is out. However, however, Stephen A. Seven is still workable here across the board. So let me rephrase in this short open here, and we'll have fake news, Brooks or not today. Let me rephrase what we have instead. I'm going to go under 55 Eagles Falcons. I'll tell you what, I'll read down the five post teaser and you like press your luck, hit the button when you don't like it. Okay. All right. And we're going, we're going five of these options now. Well, they're all five, five together, five legs, seven point teaser. Okay. So the new line looks like this under 55 Eagles Falcons. Love it. Under 57 and a half Thursday night football. Love Cowboys it. Bucks. Minus one and a half Chiefs in Philadelphia. Love it. Minus a half point for the Bucks in Philadelphia. Love it. And then lastly, Cardinals plus 10 in Tennessee. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Let's go. I mean, let's go. All right. I'm going to place this way. And what are the odds on that now? Plus 320. Wow. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm about to put 100 bucks on this sucker here. (laughs) I went back and three on the network. Man, I so you want to hear something crazy last night? You talk about a bad beat. It's not a it's like a bad beat DFS style here. Actually, I don't even think I have enough money in my DK account. So let me deposit real quick. Like an idiot. So I, I jumped in the showdown for mm-hmm. the the Dodgers and Padres game last night. I went 16 innings. Yeah. <laughs> so I jump in the showdown and I forget to set my lineup. Okay. So in order to change your lineups out on DK and others, you need to create a ghost lineup and then you could swap them out on a spreadsheet. So I created a ghost lineup, but I didn't pay attention to it. I was just like, oh yeah, give me da 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 just to fill it. So I knew I was going to replace it. Like an idiot, I forgot to get in there. So I wasted, it, there's nothing more frustrating than wasting $100 or however much your entry fee is on, on a tournament that you, it's like if you put a lineup in just to dummy it, right? Mm-hmm. On like Monday, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'll change it Wednesday night before they tee off Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And you forget to change it. And you're stuck with your dummy lineup. Right. Now, I had 10 entries in this thing, and they were all dummy lineups. So it was it was awful. Um, but here's what I would say. On the flip side, let me show you this here. Since people won't believe me, they'll say it's edited you ready for this one? Yep. I just, I'm sending Philly Godfather the link. Oh, for today? Yeah. To so, see if he can come on. Third, came in third last night in the, right. in, in the pinch hit, right? So it was uh, like 40, you can't see it with the arrow here, but there's 48,000 entries. And came in wow. third, won 100 bucks for uh, a 25 cent entry. Total, I put 150 bu- uh, entries in there. At twenty five cents, it comes to like thirty seven and a half dollars. So, wait, you want how much? A hundred bucks, and there's forty eight thousand people in it. Well, no. So there, there are two things involved here. I I won one entry. I put hundred and fifty entries in oh. the tournament last night. Right, there are forty seven thousand entries in it. Right. Mm. So one of mine came in third, and that won a hundred dollars. But oh, okay. a bunch of others won money. So I wound up, I wound up netting for the thirty-seven fifty. I wound up netting one hundred twenty dollars. So that's not bad, right? You, you basically wager thirty-seven fifty, and then the other was the wiffle ball, where I came in tenth out of a uh, hundred and fifteen k. But check this out. So this is what happened last night, right? 
I'm watching this Red Sox game and they finally push it into the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth inning. And I'm in first place. So my first place, like I, I won last week, that that wins $500 if you win first place in this tournament. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in first place, and all I need is Kiki Hernandez to just not hit a home run. That's it. Just don't hit a home run. That's it. Guy hits a solo shot, oh. and I go from first to third. Oh. Yeah, and I lose $400 on that home run. Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? Talk about a bad beat. I'm telling you. Oh. Bottom of the ninth, like, oh. dude. Just, and then I had Schwarber, right? So if Schwarber, who was up next, if he just got a double, I would have had enough points. He flies out to end the game. Of course. Presented by Rocket Morgan. Wow. Now we're going to get him on tomorrow. Oh, not today? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. He's It's better for him. Now, should we be a little greedy here, Harry, and run this as a six-and-a-half-point teaser to bump it up to 350? Or a six-point teaser to bump it up to 400. I just want to win. Okay, okay. We'll keep it at a seven-point teaser. Now, this is my bet. So Right, right, right. Unless you're going to Venmo me some money. <laughs> no, I'm good. Right, I don't want, like, you know. I just like them Colin all, though. Burger thinking, like, this is some communal thing. Right? No, no, no. This is not This is not charity. Okay. Right. Yeah, we'll get the Philly Godfather on tomorrow. Okay. It was, it was kind of uh, pressing it to get him on in this final hour. Is that so right? Tomorrow okay. work better for him. Yeah. Look, you know, that's fine too, because we'll have a ton to talk about week zero. Right. Um, and we, and it'll, it'll be a nice little 10 to 15 minutes where Barrett could take a snooze. Well, no, he'll talk college football, right? <laughs> yeah. I know. No, he, he'll want an advanced line on South Dakota against Kansas. Not Barrett. Right. I will, though. No, you will. Barrett couldn't because he's uh, got to do the game. That's not letting me place this wager, so I don't know what's going on here now. Yeah, the Penguin AZ on the stream is asking, are you betting any of the Little League World Series games? The only place you can do that is on the global market. Right. And I told you before this thing started, Sandy, South Dakota, has this kid who's got to be 20 years old. Oh, yeah? The way he's throwing the baseball. It just lights out. Everybody, Mm -hmm. nobody's going to get a hit. So, yeah, if I were... To bet it, I would do that, but I don't know. I didn't put anything on it to answer the question. No, I think I'm going to stay away from it. Absolutely. Well, as soon as the uh, Eastern Pennsylvania team from Oaks was out, I was out. That's it. You were done. Yeah, I think they. I, I think they got beat by Oregon. Really? I think they got eliminated by the Oregon squad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do here, Harry, is I'm going to have to take out the week two and week four lookaheads and only combine week one. So we've got under 58. I, I have a three. Ready? I know this is a an evolving segment here. Okay, so we're, we're down from five legs to three? Yes. Now, this is what this, these are my options. All right, I can do a three-pick teaser, which is what I'm going to do at six, six and a half, seven, or ten. Ten only returns minus 120. Hmm. Under 58 for our game week one in Atlanta. Under 60 and a half for the Cowboys Bucks, and the Cardinals are now bumped up to 13 on the road in Tennessee. Wow. What do you think? Yeah, I mean that's $140 pays back 256.66 gross. Okay. So uh, you're beta- you're basically betting $140 to win $116. So they won't allow you to combine weeks. Doesn't look like that. Okay. Not on a teaser. Doesn't All look right. like that. I'm in on that. I the, like that. You could probably do it on just a flat parlay. Correct. Yeah. 
Correct. But I, I don't want to risk it on that. Like you said, I just want to win. Exactly. That's it. I just want to win. Now, before we get back to let's get it back to the Eagles. Do you have anything updated that we should know about today? Like, do you have any plays going on today or tonight? Did you play anything in the golf tournament? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, Here's what I, uh, by the way, I, I have some insight I want to run by you from, it's hard now with the preseason and everything to bring on somebody specific for the BMW, but I wanted to relay from our, our buddy Max, who joined us a couple of weeks ago, some insight that he said about live betting this tournament. But I'm curious where you have this. Live betting the golf tournament. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't, I have not done that as of yet, but I, uh, hold on DraftKings just booted me out here. All right, here we go. I got Colin Morikawa. Okay. Uh, to win plus 1800. I had, uh, Keegan Bradley in a top 10 finish plus 500. I liked it. Corey Connors plus 350 top 10 finish. That's aggressive, these top 10 finishes. I love it. Louis Ustazen to uh, win at plus 3,000. And that's it. I put those in this morning. Before the tee at 9.30 a.m. Correct. Those are strong plays. Which one are you the least confident in? Um, well, I mean, to the win plays are just, you know. They're yeah, kind but of- you've also done enough rationale reasoning behind it too yeah well i mean more is the best iron player in the game right uh he's capable of winning any week that he tees it up he he was poor last week got missed the cut so i'm i'm expecting him that he grind he was grinding this week got it and is gonna is gonna play well so i have confidence in that he, he can he can win it anytime he tees it up louie has been so damn good the entire season he's the best putter on tour He's got a he's got a great uh, iron game too, so I think the perfect golf course for him. I'm, I'm I feel good about that. And if if Finau can come away with a win and run down the best player in the game on the back nine at that golf course last week, right? Louis Eustazen can win. That's enough to carry over, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Connors is so good with his irons. Uh, Bradley too. I just, it's, I'm an iron guy. Okay, nothing wrong with that. No. You're you're an ironborn, as they said exactly in Game of Thrones, right? Of Thrones, right. <laughs> <laughs> Although they were the group I probably disliked the most. Me too. I could the not ironborn. Them to either just all die oh. or go away somewhere. They were so dirty, awful, awful. Yeah, wasn't that that one was dirty too? Yeah, they're grimy. Yeah, well, like they lived was... on boats, right? Just take you know? a shower every <laughs> once in a while. Will you? Yeah, I'd rather have Iron Man. Right. See. What was the one brother sister? Uh, com- they were ironborn, right? The brother yeah. sister comp. Oh God! Yeah, it was, it was it was tough, very tough. Mm-hmm. All right, this is. Uh, let me throw this out at you real quick, and then uh, you see this news about Urban Meyer too. I don't know if you caught this, but I have now. This was the prop betting without Bryson, DJ, Rom, Spieth, JT. Take those guys out, and I got Cam Champ at plus fifty five hundred to win. Ooh, the bomber. Win. Well, the he gets it a long way. That's all I need. I need okay. A Bombs it, right? Okay. Uh, I took Scheffler plus 100 top 20. Okay. Yeah, I like Hov- that. Another bomber, Hovland plus mm-hmm. 115 top 20. Yeah. And if I'm going to take Cam Champ to do that, I also took him plus 220 for a top 20. Okay. I like the top 20 better for him. Okay. And now how about this one? Keith Mitchell. 
Oh, yeah. Hits it a long way, too. Top 20 is plus 490. Yeah, and he's he just made it kind of inside the top 70, so he needs to do a lot of work yes. this week to make the top 30 for next week. Great point. Uh, yeah. Scotty Scheffler betting without Bryson, DJ, Rom, Spieth, Thomas. I got him to win it at plus 2,200. Mm. And a couple more here, just quick. Spieth is the only guy that I believe has played this tournament before this week at that Under Armour event, right? Yeah, well, he's played there a few times because okay. Under Armour's his sponsor. So he and, uh, you know, the owner, Plank, or, you know, various people at Under Armour have played there a lot. Now, I don't know where we are on the leaderboard right now, so don't ruin my dream just quite yet. But because of that and only that alone, I put a little flyer on him, a uh, nice little small unit on him to first round leader now that's plus 2600 so yeah okay 25 bucks next me 650 on that um and then real quick two head-to-heads i took bombers versus short guys i went cam champ versus russell henley at plus 122 and i laid 126 for scheffler versus webb okay i like the scheffler webb okay there we yeah. go oh by the way lastly uh jt versus rom because Anytime I can get JT at plus 152 against Yeah, you got to take it. I'm going to take it. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Now, uh, Harold Varner the third. Uh-oh. Hoagie. And let me see. It's just, I hate when these websites just re refresh. Yeah, Hoagie. Is he wearing those Hoagie shoes from Wawa? From the Wawa? No, I don't think so. <laughs> those are running shoes, I think. Uh, Hoagie, Varner, and Hovland, and Brooks Kepka all tied at three under in the lead. Three under. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And your boy be, Aaron Wise is two under. I like him. I, I have him a lot in DFS. I did yeah. not get him, although that's always the case. Well, where's Spieth? He hasn't teed off yet, right? I don't think so. Mm. Okay. Look, Webb Simpson is the guy I have to worry about, these short guys. Now, I really wish there was a football game tonight. Not even like there's no there's not even some bad college like I know. No. UConn, we have to wait till tomorrow, really? Oh, is that tomorrow? UConn oh, and Fresno, Saturday. that's Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a garbage game. Well, it's I think Fresno State, if you can take them under four touchdowns, would be fun. Mm -hmm. Really? Like, is there any bad college football on tomorrow? Uh, no, it starts Saturday. There's nothing at all that I can get that's like teams that you've never heard of before. Um, well, we talking like FCS. Yeah, I'll take uh, FCS football tomorrow night. Geez. Won't you? Maybe you can catch a uh, a high school game, a Friday no, night high school game. No, you can't bet on that, Harry. Come on, Coastal Carolina. I have to wait till Thursday, September second. Yeah, Temple game. plays on Thursday, September second. Now they're under third. They're under fourteen. That line I see is at 13 and a half for Rutgers. Mm -hmm. Are you interested in that? Uh, I got to see what this team looks like first with this new quarterback. Well, you have to tell us. I mean, you're the, you're the temple guy. You're the honk. Here. Yeah, I haven't been to any practices. Yeah, but you know everybody. I mean, they, they like they like what they see in, the, in all their quarterbacks is what they're saying. But a lot of teams say that. Okay. That's that's a very yeah. fair assessment. I don't, I don't go by that. Um, yeah, Nebraska, Illinois, it looks like is the first game, and that's a one o'clock start on Saturday. I know, I'm so yeah. disappointed. I have to, wait. I know, yeah, because even the FCS action doesn't start technically until six o'clock on Saturday with Eastern Illinois taking on Indiana State. 
Oh boy, Eastern Illinois. That's uh, Tony Romo. You. That's right. Yeah, and then you and Garoppolo. Al- Didn't Garoppolo go there mm-hmm. too? And Sean Payton went there. How oh. about that? I just rattled off three Eastern Illinois. Did cracks. Sean Payton play? Uh, I think he probably played. I didn't know what position he D back. He seems like a guy played a lot of these guys play D back. Right. Uh, Sirianni was a wide receiver at IUP, baby. Mm, okay. Sean Payton. He was a quarterback at Aurora Central High School in Illinois. And then at Eastern Illinois. I'm assuming he played quarterback there. Ah, that's what it was. Quarterback. Yes. I didn't realize all three of them did. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. 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 I, 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 well, here, I thought Sean Payton was like a D. D didn't you think that too? What? Like some D-back or something. Well, he could have been. Maybe he, play, he probably played both in high school. That's true. Yeah. High school is different, though, than Eastern. You go to Eastern Illinois, there's some pedigree there. Although he was the first guy of the three, I would imagine. Yes, he was. So he yes. set the tone for Jimmy Garoppolo. Correct. Oof. He he was not drafted in the 87 draft, but he tried out for the Chiefs. He played quarterback for the Chicago Bruisers and the Pittsburgh Gladiators during the inaugural season of the Arena Football League. I didn't know that. Uh, is that right? Yeah, Sean Payton. Huh. Yeah. He's not he's not a short guy, too. That's all. I mean, he's he's got five eleven. It says, yeah, but he's he's a little taller than that. But yeah. I when I met him a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl, and now he could be wearing lifts. I'm not sure, but he he seemed like he was a six six one guy. Like I was with Tumor, and he was not towering over Sean Payton by any means. Height is everything, right? Everything. Yeah. Oh, no, I was wrong. The the stream points it out. Uh, it was not IUP. He coached at IUP. He didn't play there. No, he played at Mount Union. Okay. And the stream, uh, David Himes Jr. on the stream corrected me. He's correct. And that was actually his first head or his first coaching job was Mount Union. He, he coached the D-backs. Then he went to IUP, and that's where he got in with the wide receivers. Got it. Okay. So, I see what you're saying. There you go. There's Look, a lot of that needed to be explained because we don't want people leaving the show thinking something, bringing it up in a party tonight. No. Yeah. But imagine I, that. You, you, you get a water cooler conversation from the middle and you get it wrong because right. we don't know what we're talking about. That's right. That's the worst part about it. <laughs> All right, we're we're back in three coming up. We'll break real quick. Fake news with Ron Culver before we get out of here as well. And I, I don't we need some sort of update. Like, has Barrett even texted us? Is he okay? Was he kidnapped by the tow truck driver? I'm not sure. All right, fake news next. Back in three, it's the middle. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say... But as I always say... It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest... 
Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, now what's good? All right, let's get fake news in here with Ron Culver. It's going to be the two of us, and make it good, Ron, because this we we never know when the next one's coming. <laughs> no pressure then. Zero. All right. Well, I got. I, I decided. Uh, you know, a lot of times I do themes. Today yes. might be you know a little more outrageous stories. That are the you know all three of them are probably hard to believe, but two of them are true. One of them is fake. You ready? So there is no theme, real quick. There's not really a theme except for the absurdity of the story. Okay. Okay. Yes. So they're a little bit harder to uh, harder to believe on that side. Let's get it. Extremes. Extremes. Yes. Okay. So there we go. Story number one. A 25-year-old man died after being in a drug-filled state because he used epoxy adhesive to seal his penis shut instead of using a condom. Now, we both have seen this. It looks like Harry shaking his head at yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've seen. Now, at first, when you thought drug-filled state, I thought you maybe meant like 
an actual state of the union, mm-hmm. which could be Florida, Alabama. Colorado. Right. Yeah. Colorado, depending on the drug, I guess. Right? Yeah, I actually saw this on the prep sheet, uh, the headline, and I chose not to click on it because I didn't need any more information. Well, the story is fake, guys. No. Well, what's what's the mentality behind it? Right. Is, uh, is was, this like safe sex? I gave, well, he didn't want to get his girlfriend pregnant. They didn't have a condom. He doesn't have to worry so about that anymore. Wow. Some epoxy adhesive to seal it closed. Yeah. Which uh, that glue seeped in and caused organ failure. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's uh, just so you guys know. Don't use epoxy downstairs. Yeah. Well, uh, d- does this idiot not realize, like, you know, withholding the uh, um, the climax, if you will, is is like detrimental. Like, yes. you don't let that out. Although there was a female Olympic a- athlete who said that was the key to her success. Yeah. Was getting to the edge. Right? Yeah, was taking it to the the edge, or as as a band used to say, take it to the limit. <laughs> yeah, you guys know I can't hear you right now. No? Oh my god! All right, well then I, I don't know what to d- tell oh. you. We're in the middle of a segment. Jesus! Can you hear us? What'd you say? Can you oh. hear us? I can barely hear you. This is not going well. All right, we'll just yeah. You you react. Back. I tell you what. You react when you hear us. How about that? We got your face, which is fine for this. All right. So that's story one. Now, I don't know if you heard the first story, but I don't know if we have time. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter exactly. I'm with Ron. Let's go. Let's keep it moving here. All right. Story number two. At a Minnesota drive-in theater, a man survived at the car after the car he was leaning against was struck by lightning. It's happened during a double feature of Jungle Cruise and Black Widow. That's a sign from above that he's at the wrong movies. Wow. That's what you get for go watching that garbage exactly. product. You, you pay money to see Jungle Cruise, and you get everything you get. That's God or, or whatever power, higher power you pray to, right. letting you know that you, you made a mistake, but there's still time to correct it. That higher power is giving his mute movie review. Yes. Right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> You die if you didn't see Black Widow. Like, maybe Black Widow saved that person's life, right? Right. All right, so where was this again? Men- uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. At a drive-in theater. Whew. Story number three. A retired husband and wife from New York were tired of the snow, so they packed up and moved to California, only to have their house destroyed by a wildfire. They decided then to leave California and move to Oklahoma, but there, their uh, home be, uh, was damaged by a tornado. Wait. So when wow. they so moved from New York City or state? State. Okay. New York to California to avoid the snow. They get a wildfire, burns their house, and then they go to the Midwest, Oklahoma, and get zipped by a tornado. Yeah. So stay away from this family. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm going to say that's true. And two is the fake story. Why? I'm curious. Well, I just I just think that that could happen. Like it's really it's more plausible to me than it is getting struck by lightning yeah. leaning up against a car at some dopey drive-in theater watching bad movies. God, that's that's such a it's such a specific story, though. 
What? Because he put in the movie titles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and like struck by lightning. It's right. Just... <laughs> Although, I don't know. I did get the feeling that Ron's, Ron really tried on this one. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, this I'm is gonna definitely say, good work. I I'm mean, I say two. You're going to say two as well. Yeah, I'm going to but. Oh, I thought you said three. Yes. No, I'm no. Gonna... I'm going two as the fake. Yeah. Or, or, wait. Hold on a sec. Yeah. I two think... is the fake story Got for it. me. Yeah. Let's do that. Both guys, on two. You guys are on the same page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys are both wrong. Yeah. Uh -oh. I thought you went three initially and you got it there. Yeah, huh? He said three was real. He said he could believe a, a family uh, from New York or a husband and wife from New York retired to California to have their house burned down and then went to Oklahoma to have their house zipped by a tornado. Now, what, what is this from? Did you rip it off from like some a movie? Billies or? No, nah, I just, you know, I was thinking about all the craziness that's going around in the world. I was like, well, you know, imagine that. Actually, it's loosely based off a neighbor of mine. Okay. Really? I had a neighbor growing up because uh, I grew up in Northridge, California, and I went through the Northridge earthquake. You guys all. Yeah, I remember that. About that one. I was, you know, my hometown. It was a, a crazy, crazy uh, month. Okay. Of chaos. But my neighbor across the street, they had an older son who had just moved back in with them uh prior to that but he had went through hurricane andrew as well so he wow that's wow and an earthquake that's insane calendar year that's like the woman who's like a hundred and some odd years old that's experienced both pandemics yeah like come on that's that's rough yeah and and all the world wars too right you right. know all right we're back in three here it's the middle now we didn't break earlier right i'm not sure all right. yeah, I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in decisions, the dark, the dark. But I once heard someone say, but as I always say, it's okay to be afraid as long as you face the fear and keep moving forward wherever you are in life. Count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, All right. Harry Mays. Now, what are we going to do here? Not sure. This is really a disaster. Barrett checking in from the tow truck. He can't hear us because I guess the tow truck guy doesn't have Bluetooth right. that Barrett could tap into, right? So this is just a mess. But I have to leave and find I know. Too. I, I know. <laughs> I have to go to a to oh I have to drive my wife to a, a doctor's appointment and then I'm sitting there in the car for a little bit waiting with the AC and the baby may go into her parents' office which is next door. Right. But I I am I was invited. Now this is 1:45 2 o'clock that it would be taped. But I was invited this morning by Kevin Kincaid to join. I guess one of their guys bailed on these bad draft videos. Have you ever seen these? These no. bad draft videos that Crossing Broad does? Yes. But so, I, I'm on there quite a bit, and I don't I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. They do these videos called bad drafts where they just draft crap. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, right. They it's In strange categories. Yes. Yes. yes I know, Now I know what you're talking but about. But I think they call it bad drafts. Right. Okay. Okay. So uh, real quick, by the way, Kevin Kincaid's write-up, of Howard Eskin is not flattering to say the least. Howard Eskin is celebrating his 35th anniversary of w being with WIP. Correct. Anyway, Pretty incredible. Congrats to Howard. I'm reading this from Kevin. Mm. Anyway, congrats to Howard. Seriously. His brand is BS. He spells it out, but he's very good at it. And so we begrudgingly <laughs> acknowledge that and give the man credit. He <laughs> is the king if you're scared of the king, get a dog. Wow. That's how he ended it. The king of BS. Hey, you know, that's, that's, it's not like he's gotten, everything's BS. He's gotten a lot right over those 35 years. Well, that's what he, that's what Kincaid references is that he hasn't been the news breaking journalist for 10 plus years. That he's more been like that. Yeah, no, it's just I love Howard. We try. To oh, yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. But apparently, that was the criticism of Howard was that he is no longer that breaking news journalist, and it's yeah. unfair to say that there is nobody that works harder. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, it works hard. I mean, he was at every game, like okay. year after year after year for all the teams. It was amazing. It was like he was never home. Right. You know. Yep. I mean, I couldn't imagine. I could. I wouldn't have been. In, been able to pull that off no even it says a single guy wouldn't wanted to do that correct correct now see this is the issue though is that we can end early here mm -hmm. but what does that mean for ron down at sports map who is expecting the final 15 of the show 
maybe I just do the show with Ron. I can leave you up. Yeah. Right. And we talk about, uh, you know, Dell and Sonia Curry and their ugly divorce. Now, could you do that, Ron Culver? Break maybe at the last possible time. And then you just talk for like 30 seconds and say thanks to everybody and have a good day. No. <laughs> no, from a logistical standpoint or no, because you don't want to do it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Well, one is one means like we can't do it. The other is I'm just like going to leave. Idea. I mean, Harry and I can sit here. We can talk Sonia. Right. So yeah. the only thing is, is that we have to cover the commercials. So when you break, Harry. Mm -hmm. What what time do I break? I'll let you know. Yeah, but oh, here's okay. what I'm saying. We can end the show at like 55 or 5530, the last possible moment that that we can go before breaking. And then Xander, who is the AP of the entire Jacob Media YouTube channel here, can end the show manually on our end. And then Ron comes back for 20 seconds and either just plays the stinger or says, hey, everybody, have a great night. Yep. Is that fair? I can do that. All right. Now All right. So we're, we're going to take it just Ron and I for the what, what, the next 10 minutes, Ron? Is that about it? No, I'm not hearing Ron. Is Ron there? Yeah. I, all right. So I couldn't hear him. This is what we'll do. You'll have to have me up. Oh, I see. I got you. If you, yeah, if you, if you X out of it, that's the connection to Ron. Correct. So you don't have to be there, but your connection has to be there. Right. So it's right. Up, okay. So I, I keep putting me yeah, back you, up. You can still hear me though. Yeah. Oh. Now I can. All right. Perfect. Now you yeah. can. Right. Okay. Now, now this Dell and Sonia Curry thing has me very intrigued ever since actually even before Ron sent me this text, because I, I know Ron's in, in on this. He likes this kind of stuff. You what? sent me this text a couple days ago about the their divorce. Yeah. And I was already reading about it, man. I'm I'm fascinated by it. That was before I knew any of the details, though. Right. I thought it was just, you know, hey, they, you know, there was a trial separation, they split up. I'm thinking about the kids. Right. Force is always hard on the hardest on the kids. Yeah, the grown kids that are making bazillions of dollars. You're worried about them. I'm worried about them. But okay. then, but then the new news, and I know that's what you're jumping into, right? The new news. Yeah. Of, of Sonia. The Dell is like going guns a blazing. Yeah, he's accusing her of cheating on him, apparently with this ex uh NFL player that played for the Patriots back in the like the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, he played like two seasons and then two games. I think he was a tight end. Real, real quick, real quick, real okay. quick. Tell Ron Culver, I'm switching over to the brick, okay, to bump you up a little bit, all right? Going to the brick, man. I have a brick. Why don't I ever use my brick with this setup? It's Ron there. I, I'm waiting for him to... To switch it over? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, is that just... Uh, uh, you know, yeah, just there he is. There you go. Yeah, no, yeah. Fine. Get out of here. We're good. Go do your thing. Yeah. Go now all we need now is Barrett to pop in. What's that? Now all we need now is Barrett to pop in well, from a Barrett tow truck. And that would be yeah, it would probably ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was he was a 1988 NFL draft pick, Stephen Johnson. I you know some big dude. And he Dell is alleging that she was cheating on him with this guy before they filed uh, for the separation and the divorce. And she's denying that. And then she's saying that he actually cheated on her before. 
Yeah, this is where you're think you got to think about the kids. I mean, the, what what kind of pressure is this putting through Seth and uh, Seth and Steph? First of all, they've ruined their names, by the way. You can never have a Steph and Seth. No, you you can't. The kids, because yeah. you're never going to get the right one. Right. Uh, any any parent knows that by now. But um, you know, this is is this going to be used against them throughout the NBA season or will fans not, I mean, players will be sensitive, but will fans ever be sensitive? Um, well, or the, I think, I think, have it. I think people will let them have it probably, you know, fans are ruthless. They're brutal. It's gotten worse. I mean, the decorum of, of the fan player relationship is never, I don't think it's ever going back. Like it's, it's, it's bad. So if you don't like uh, Steph Curry and you want to give him the business, you're probably going to say something about his dad or his mom now, yep. now that they're divorced. His mom was always like a uh, sort of a, not a target, but uh, everybody liked her because she's a very attractive, you know, MILF. Yes. You know, and they get respect in the sports world. And that's, and that was, you know, at first that's what I thought the story was going was just all of a sudden people found out she was single and right. started, you know, tweeting at her. I got excited. It was like, all right, you know, I mean, this is this is definitely going one way. Right. And, you know, that's why I always was joking about Steph and Seth. But then, you know, Dell comes out with guns and blaze and going, oh, let me tell you about her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Sonia's clapping back. Let me tell you about him. I, I you know, I, this is we need um, we need cameras. We need a reality show. Based on this right now. <laughs> now how, how do you set the reality show up is steph know. and seth also involved like you know maybe maybe it's just them like you know in a in a beach house somewhere on myrtle beach and you just kind of throw them all together in one room and hash mm -hmm. them up. you know cooking with curries <laughs> <laughs> i kind of like this idea because then you you might be able to get you got to have the obligatory sonia curry in a bikini episode well, that's why that's why i put it at the beach right right now the beach is good and you pick the right beach too like either the outer banks or myrtle because they are the parents are east coast yeah no it's i mean because they're all with north carolina right yeah i believe they're they're down in charlotte i think yeah so i mean why not i mean that's where yeah yeah you're south carolina i don't know if there's any good beaches in north carolina oh there are the outer banks are great and i used, actually lived at wrightsville beach which is Wilmington, essentially Wilmington. It's it's down near the Cape Fear. It's on the Cape Fear where it's like hurricanes. It's a magnet for hurricanes, but it's beautiful. <laughs> See, look, I mean, they, they just need to hire us. We got this whole show written for you. I, I know. You guys, you know, just we just let Steph Curry know that doing this will make him a mega superstar. Yeah, right. And and through this, through this filming, we're gonna learn that not that Dell Curry actually chews on a mouthpiece too and that's where steph got it from yeah he's walking around the beach house chewing on a on a on an old mouthpiece or jersey like just keep putting his jersey in his mouth as well yeah right. that as well just like half a jersey yeah what he like pulled up you know one of the um like the the part that goes over the shoulder what do they call that the, you know the tank top part of the, and he put that in his mouth and like chew on it these these kids they must have had teething nightmares. And then we what we need to know you know who needs to really weigh in on all this Draymond because Draymond you know he knows the Curries. Oh yeah, weigh in on it. You know, <laughs> I'm one. Yeah, Draymond and 
trying to think. Charles Barkley, we would need his we would need his opinion. Did he put he, uh yeah, I'm sure he, yeah, he did. So I mean, yeah, he's he, he De- was, maybe he was there. Maybe he was the one who introduced Dell and Sonia together that created this whole dynasty. Possibly. I wonder how she met the the ex New England Patriots guy. He's some big businessman now. Yeah, I saw it. real estate. Yeah, real estate guy. It's. I mean, this this story has so many legs. I can't. I I I'm wanting more details to come out. Me too. But I was very excited to know that she's now available. And then I was dismayed when I found out she's already got a guy. That was was apparently started afterwards. Wouldn't it be better if she got if she has a guy and he's like a young dude, like he's in his like late twenties, early thirties, instead of the age that this guy is, which is like my age. Yeah. If she went younger. Yeah. Than Steph. Right. Yeah. If she became one of those guys, like, you know, going after the pool cabana boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. You know, I, was, I was really amazed though, that we did not hear one thing about this story for over a year. I mean, they'd been separated for over a year and we didn't hear one thing about it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even know they were separated until you sent me this the text the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Until I found out. I mean, I've heard that they divorced. I'm like, I know one wants to talk about a divorce, but I will want to talk about all these guys shooting their shot at Sonia Curry and and how that's gonna be fun for Steph and Seth on the basketball court. But then you find out they were separated for a year. It's like, God, no one's how did I, I thought this would be news that we would have known. Right. How do we get Drake involved in the in the uh, live or the reality show. Oh, well, he can uh, maybe trade Seth to where does Seth play, by the way? Seth uh, college. No, we're, we're professionally. Well, he's with the Sixers now. Is he with the Sixers? Yeah, he's with the Sixers, but he's with, he was with the Mavericks. He was with a, a couple of teams. No, you trade him to Toronto. Then he becomes, uh, you know, then he becomes good friends with Drake. Drake writes the theme song. Okay, so yeah, but Drake uh, Drake jumps on any team. Like he's not; he just jumps on any good team. Yeah, I don't think he's like Toronto only. No, no, I thought he was Toronto only. No, he he jumps on any any good team. He's a Nets fan when it's convenient. He's a fraud. He's an opportunist and a fraud when it comes to the NBA. Now, the, the stream is telling me, A. Dillard says that I can't afford Wrightsville Beach anymore. He's probably right. It was so cheap to live down there. I was there in the mid-90s. I've never – I've got to get to that part of the part of the country. I've never been down there. i gotta, I got to see what the waters the curries like to be in. Right, right. It's good. I can tell you. It's not, it's not Southern California good, but it's good. Yeah, Southern California is – is great if you can afford it. Yeah. They pretty much price you out of living there. Right. Is that why you got out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can, you can afford you can afford that. <laughs> you, you you don't have the La Jolla budget? I, I literally, I, the last place I lived in was down in San Diego. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife, it was just my wife and I, and we had two kids. We were in like a two-bedroom home, right? Just a two-bedroom home. Kids were sharing a room. Well, opposite, my wife and I were sharing a room. And it had a loft to it. Mm-hmm. Paying about twenty one, twenty two hundred a month for the loft. For no, for the whole home. I mean, oh, it, but it wasn't really that great. It wasn't that big. It was. Like, what was the square footage? Like maybe fourteen hundred. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was expensive. Yeah. 
as opposed to being anywhere else. Uh, I mean, I don't know being always being in a city is always going to be more expensive, but I don't know. It was just uh, that was a little more outrageous. Yeah, well, that, well, that's where they get you. They're they're charging you for being able to look out your window and see the beach. You know, well, You're, they're charging you for no rain except in the month of February or whenever you guys got rain. I don't really have an issue with that where my commute to work started off looking at the ocean. Yeah, that is not bad. I mean, can you put a price on that? Not really. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I get All you. Right, well, this about wraps up the middle. Okay. Aton ditched us. Yep, Barrett ditched us. Barrett ditched everybody. Yeah. Uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow. Love it, Ron. All right, talk, talk to you tomorrow. The, the middle. It is one of the most familiar. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.